So we're recording now. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People say we retro around. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, Hi, Welcome. Jeremy. Oh, I, I meant everyone as in listeners. Oh, but also, right. hello to you, Frank Cifaldi. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, and, guys. And Sam Kennedy How joining us here from, Hi, the, yeah. from the far and distant land of your office, which is right, <laughs> next, to the right next to the podcast time. studio. <laughs> I've been hearing the Admiral's podcast Club. anyway, so at least this way I can chime in. And I am Jeremy Parrish. Yeah. And that's exciting. Yeah. And this is the fifth episode of Retronauts Live. We're batting five for five. That's <laughs> 1,000 according wow. to baseball terms, or 1.000, Which they call 1,000. Yeah, which right. is actually like 1,000 times off, but whatever. <laughs> Except this week has like no purpose to it. Have, no, not purpose. Our purpose is yeah. um, people want a podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. There we go. <laughs> podcast. Uh, but no, there's no specific topic this time because I just uh, couldn't be arsed to put together a topic and find a third person who would be appropriate to the subject and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's I'm just, actually curious what uh, what people are going yeah. to ask randomly. Yeah. Yes. Um, it could be all kinds of things. We should just ask everybody who calls about River City Ransom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess... Um, I'm still kind of playing with the format of, of the mm. show now that it's back and alive and so forth. Yeah. And, um, yes. So what yes. I was thinking was, um, <laughs> maybe before we start taking calls, we should have a brief chat session where we talk about things that are kind of concrete. Like, uh, River City Ransom 2? Yes, River City Ransom 2. <laughs> yeah. The long-awaited sequel to Downtown Monogatari... <laughs> Downtown Niketsu, Niketsu Monogatari. Monogatari. Yeah. Yes. yes. I always remember the word. It's Mono G Atari. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Monogatari. Mm. That's very exciting. Yeah, so actually, announced... I think there yeah. was a sequel to River City Ransom on on PC Engine. Mm, oh, really? No. Um, okay. Was there not? There was a there was a game that was very River City Ransom like, but it so was the, not exactly a port of the NES game. The closest thing to a sequel would be uh, Downtown Special on the Famicom, which was uh, the kids were putting on like a medieval Japan play that you play through. Oh, really? Controlled, yeah, and uh, <laughs> it controlled very similarly in that you know you're running around in an open world, beating people up, buying books that upgrade your powers and stuff. Okay. It's very good for this. Uh, Wait, I, I'm totally confused. That was uh, uh, that was that was on the Famicom. It was sort yeah. of a sequel to River City Ransom, okay. only in Japan. Hmm. Uh, there was also a Super Nintendo uh, game that was kind of a sequel, also in that it was an open world where you beat people up, but uh, wasn't quite River City Ransom. Hmm. And then uh, the PC Engine one you're thinking of was sort of an enhanced version of oh, was it uh, Downtown Agetsu okay. Monogatari. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which had which some voice acting and uh, and some uh, really cheesy guitar versions of the music. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, who was, who was the original developer? I forgot. The Technos. original developer was Technos. The Technos. Okay, that's right. Yeah. It was and, kind of a kind of a follow-up yeah. to Double Dragon, actually. Yeah. 
Well, and, Dull Dragon was kind of a follow-up to Renegade, which was right. the original uh, downtown Neketsu game. Yeah, it's a it's a follow-up in, in, in game design terms, right. not in franchise terms. Right. right. Well, Double Dragon wasn't, but but River City Ransom and Renegade are both connected because they're both right, 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 right. games so starring Ren the same character. Right. Kunio. There's Renegade. Wait, what, is, what, what does that mean? Sorry. The, okay, so there's like the main character of all these games yeah. is uh, a, a guy named Kunio. Oh, he's right, a, right, He's right. a bancho, okay. kind of like a a Japanese street punk school yeah. kid who yeah. uh, is basically a delinquent. Uh, and yeah, so, so there's, there's like the, the Kunio games, the, the downtown Neketsu, uh, which means like hot blooded. Yeah. Neketsu is the school that he school, goes to. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so you have, you know, games like, uh, super volleyball and yeah. crash in the boys street challenge. You meant super dodgeball. Super dodgeball. There was super spike V ball. Yeah. Yes. But that's which something different. Didn't have Kunio in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Same, same team, same yeah. team that did super yeah. dodgeball. And uh, River City Ransom, about the the most enhanced version of uh, the game that we call River City Ransom was for the X sixty eight thousand computer. As hmm. always, uh, it had a map. I would say about six times the size of River City Ransom. No kidding. Though, oh, yeah, wow. though uh, it was just a lot of repeated environments oh. with some new stuff. So it but, was the uh, vagrant story of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know how. Uh, well, in the American version, it was different gangs with mm -hmm. different names, like the Cowboys and the whatever. Uh, in Japan, it was uh, just gangs from different schools. Right. So they were all representing their school colors and everything. And uh, PS14 and, and so forth. Right. And uh, in River City Ransom, you can only go in the one school and have the one boss fight at the end. But right. uh, in the X68000 version, uh, every school is like an environment that you can go in and, mm. and beat up their bosses. And, and, and uh, yeah, it, it, it was kind of needlessly enhanced, but it was enhanced. Right. Okay. And uh, then there was also River City Ransom 2 for the Game Boy Advance. No, that was River City Ransom EX. No, uh, two. <laughs> oh, oh, the wait. one that never came to fruition. Yeah, the one. Some that... American dude was like, "I love River City yeah. Ransom. I'm going to make a sequel." And then Million was like, "But we're going to do a remake." And so he said, "Oh, you can have the rights." Yeah. So basically, he actually bought the rights, didn't he? Wait, he how did this happen? So, wait, the, so... Uh, this guy that I met online, he was a yeah. tester at Atari at the time. He was a QA guy. Yeah. Uh, he bought the trademark to the name River City Ransom for use in games. Huh. And he's like, yes, I'm going <laughs> to make River City Ransom too. And he talked to his lawyer. Yeah. And his lawyer is like, well, the names Alex and Ryan are so generic that I say just go for it. He's like, yay. <laughs> and so he called all his friends and they were uh, developing River City Ransom too. He wrote a very good design document. Uh, I don't know if he went on to design anything, but it seems like he could. Yeah. And uh, it never really went anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the first attempt I know of at River City Ransom too. <laughs> All right, and then and then um, a lot of the survivors or whatever of Technos formed yep. a company called Million, and they released uh, River City Ransom EX for Game for Boy Game Advance, Boy, yeah. which was good, but kind of missed a crucial feature in that it was one player only. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's the point? I really wanted to be able to put that in uh, the Game Boy Player on the GameCube with two controllers and just yeah, yeah. play River City Ransom. Damn, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, um, didn't work that but way. But they though. did. They did redeem themselves with Double Dragon Advance, which was a really great remake of mm. Double Dragon with a lot of added stuff. And apparently, they wanted to add even more stuff, but because of the expensive ROMs and the fact that they're like a little dinky developer, they they couldn't actually pull it off. So they cut a bunch of stuff. Uh -huh. And I would really like to see someday that that ultimate edition of Double Dragon that they had in mind. But yeah. But even even with the cuts, Double Dragon Advance was a lot of fun. It was not a game you could just cheese your way through with the elbow punch, which is <laughs> a nice change from the original. Um but 
yeah, as far as I know, the uh, the game, uh, you know, I, I looked it up online and, and read a few different resources, and it seems like okay, the the, uh, the, the new, new developer, the new developer, yeah. uh, River City of River of River City Ransom Two. Is um, um, called Miracle Kids with a Z. Z. <laughs> they have nothing to do with Ubisoft, however. Imagine Miracle Kids. <laughs> but um, apparently, they it it's is a former... it's a Dojin company. You know, like a, a fan company. Um, um, yeah. There's there's that whole uh, kind of like fan game scene in Japan. Yeah. And um, you know but, stuff but this like has, um, this has what, some what, people what is it? apparently from. Yeah, there's there's like Technos, like big legitimate games that have kind of come from the Dojin scene. I think uh, yeah. Melty Blood or something like that mm, okay. is a, a fairly popular fighter that started out as kind of a, a Dojin game. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, um, uh, Miracle Kids actually released a Super Dodgeball right. uh, or PC. sequel. Sort of for oh, really? the PC, yeah, hmm. right. Uh, it doesn't use the official name. I don't think it even uses like Cunha or the River City Ransom characters. But uh, but the, it, the people it, it, the people in charge of or who spearheaded uh, million or Miracle Kids yeah. are two of the guys who originally developed the Cunio okay series. Yep. And I don't remember their names because I had never really heard of them before reading this article that I looked up. But so does but this, there is like lineage there. Yeah, yeah. And does it follow this? Does it have the same sort of art? character style uh, have we actually seen images of river city no, yes yet? oh have we uh you're talking about the the dodgeball game or, or actually the yeah, answer the to that is also yes yes it's, so it, it is, so this game it is well that squat well. uh, yeah i guess you'd say sd style kind maybe? of and they're kind of squarish yeah everyone yeah. has like that really distinctive square yeah everyone looks look like those guys yeah. yeah um you know what i loved when i was younger it was like any game that I saw with those sorts of characters, I was like, oh, that's going to be a fun game. Even if it was like, you know, whatever, volleyball, dodgeball, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. They were all great. Yeah. yeah. Well, not all great, but... They, they, yeah. But it just like... They were consistently was, at least interesting. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite uh, is actually the ice hockey one. Oh, I know. Have you played that one? I have not no. played that one. It's, it's great. It's it's NBA Jam, but on the Famicom and on ice, basically, <laughs> with Cunho. Oh, Would you wow. say it's a better game than Nintendo Ice Hockey? Uh, did that? Did that ever come it's, here? It's kind of different, right? Um, I guess I would prefer playing it. Yeah, actually, uh, no, it didn't, but it okay. almost did. Uh, they were going to call it Crash in the Boys Ice Challenge. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, they were yeah. they were really serious about making Crash in the Boys a uh, like the Cunio franchise. Like yeah, they, right. They, they you know they didn't want to use the name Cunio, so they called him Crash, which and, is fine. Yeah, and they were going to have a whole franchise like they do in Japan here, but and they managed to get one game out yep. of that name. And they they missed uh, Crash in the Boys Ice Challenge and then Soccer Challenge, which was mm-hmm. the uh, far superior sequel to uh, NES. Uh, what was it called here? The golf, the, the soccer game, NES Open Soccer? No. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I never paid attention to sports games. Okay. Well, you should when Cunio's involved. I should, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know nothing of Cunio. And now, one other thing. I don't remember if it was Miracle Kids or the other Technos baby. Million. Million, but uh, I remember like at least a, maybe like a year ago seeing a website for an MMO game set in that style and universe, hmm. uh, incorporating the different sports. I do remember seeing something about that, but I've kind of gotten to a point where I I don't get any hopes up w- regarding the whole River City franchise, yeah. Crash and the Boys. I, I've, I've been disappointed a few times, so I'm going into River City Ransom 2 expecting something bad and if it turns out to be good i'll be so happy yeah but i'm not i'm not going to get my hopes up anyway it is now 3 30 and it's time for us to take let's get the phone call
that you're doing that, and, and we're probably going to cut this part out. Check this shit out. This is awesome. Which game what is, is it? that? This is uh, an ad for the different versus system games you can get with Mario and all the roles. <laughs> Some of these didn't come out, actually. Like, <laughs> like ladies, ladies Golf, Hellifighter, yeah. I like Mario as a pilot. Okay, the phone line is on. We're going to see if people will actually call. Oh, boy. I didn't give a specific topic this time. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. We have a phone call. Brace yourselves. <laughs> Hello, you're on Retronauts. Who is this? Hi, how's it going? It's going well. Who are you? Uh, my name is Jacob. Uh, and, uh, I really love your show. Thanks. Oh, cool. So what have you called to talk about today? Since we, <laughs> didn't we have nothing else. Pointers. <laughs> Well, uh, so I've just started playing Okami Den, mm-hmm. and uh, I really love the first one also, you know. Uh, it's one of my probably all-time favorites. I was just wondering if you guys think that this series even has a chance to continue. I mean, it keeps coming out at the end of the life cycle. Uh, end of the life cycle, the DS. The DS, yeah. Yes, and then before that, the PS2, it came out right at the end. I guess it depends on the sales of Okamiden. It's a little too early to tell. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they even made Okamiden because uh, wasn't yeah. wasn't Okami by Platinum? Yep, yep. And Platinum kind of died. Yeah, it's by some other Capcom studio. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it was no. by Clover. Sorry, and Clover's Clover, guys sorry. went yeah, off yeah, to yeah. become Platinum. Yeah, yeah. But this is not by Platinum. Right. It's uh, also yeah, not you're, retro. You're, I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. No, you are right, <laughs> though. Like, it was it was a uh, pleasant surprise that Capcom continued the series. You know, there's usually that sort of like, you know, oh, well, the designers are no longer at our company, so we're going to just, like, abandon it, you know, yeah, out the of fact, respect or whatever. Right. The know. fact that they, they continued the series on DS so late in the DS's life, I, I don't think they're expecting super huge sales for this. Right. And, you know, uh, Amaterasu is in... Marvel versus Capcom three, so so clearly they have some interest in the series. Yeah. But, um, Wait, how I, did it, how did it do in Japan? This one, Okami did. Yeah, I have no idea. I yeah. don't either. I, I can't remember. I thought it was okay. I mean, mm-hmm. probably you know not a disaster at least, thankfully. But anyway, yeah, I. It's really hard to say with Capcom. Like things that you think have gone away forever, sometimes just pop up, and sometimes they pop up badly. Yeah, it's and very, like, it's very why, rare. Why did you make Commandos yeah. of Three? Why, why did you do that? <laughs> it's very rare for a Capcom franchise to disappear. Right. Yeah. Like well, Vulgus disappeared. But yeah. That's... Forgotten Worlds. Where's that? Yeah. That's about it. But um, but yeah. I mean, I would say that we'll see. Okami stuff happening in some capacity. Maybe there will be no more Okami games per se, but I'm sure we'll see, you know, characters or, yeah. or something in that style somewhere along the way. But maybe at the end of like the PS3's life or the Wii's life, who knows? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, here's hoping that they keep going because I really love this series. Um, and uh, could I say one more thing? I really love the Tengen episode. Oh, thank you. That was my baby. That was Frank's <laughs> yep. baby. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for the call. Thanks for the compliment. Uh, you have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye. Hmm. Ghost call? All right. Oh, that's the ghost yeah, thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't understand it. Oh, that, <laughs> that's the real one. Maybe it is. Or... All right. Greetings. You're on Retronauts. Who's calling and what do you want? Oh. <laughs> Hello? Hey. Hello? Oh, um, are you Jerry Parrish? Possibly. Oh, my God. One of us I'm... is Jeremy Parrish. Not all of us, though. My question is, well, or comment, um, is talking about Demon's Crest. Can I talk about that? Sure, go about ahead. Demon's Crest. Oh, Demon's Crest, okay. Yeah, um, 
That, that is an awesome game. <laughs> do, you, do you have a question? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. All right, so, no, so no, I, like, I take it you called without expecting to get through. <laughs> and now you're, you're, yeah. you're yeah. dumbstruck <laughs> by your good luck. <laughs> So Demon's I, I Crest. Had a, I had a question, but I, I just can't remember it now. Okay. Oh, Do you want to just talk about Demon's Crest? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> was it somehow um, related to Demon's Crest? <laughs> yes, it was Demon's Crest. Yes. Okay. Okay. So have uh, you played Demon? Have, have any of you played Demon's Crest? I have. Yes. I actually I, haven't. It's yeah. one of those that I've meant to play and never quite got to. Remind me very quickly what that this is. was. Okay, a so a Super NES game. Yeah, Super NES sequel yeah. to Gargoyles. Quest. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, no, I have not played it, but I remember. Uh, I, I remember looking at the coverage in Nintendo Power so extensively that I felt like I did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing it and wanting to, you know, play it a lot more than I did mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. Um, I, you know, but it, it looked fantastic, too. I yeah, it had some of about the, it and, yeah, the just, nicest graphics. Yeah, yeah it looked yeah. great at the time. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so what, I mean, what did you think of it? Um, or, I think it's, oh, do you mean me? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's really good. I think it's actually better than um, Mega Man X, which I I played afterwards. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was probably certainly deeper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I mean, what like what, what for you like really kind of you know set it apart yeah. or I mean obviously like it was a really great looking game at the time. It was. It was uh, and yeah. it played well. It was a great Capcom you know style game, yeah. but it's kind of like Symphony of Night mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. More like. But like more darker, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like sort of backwards difficulty than like more Metroidvania games are, I guess. Yeah. One of the one of the interesting things I read about it is that apparently you can go to the final battle really early in the game. It's it's really kind of open, and you can just well, jump to the end. But but it's not a good idea. And what you want to do is you know sort of explore and travel around and and get different power ups and really uh, crank up Firebrand or whatever his name was. Yeah, it's Firebrand. Um, yeah, I think you need. To, I think you have to get like all the weapons and all that stuff to, be, to actually get to the final boss. Yeah, there's like a true yeah. ending if you get everything, and then a fake ending if you just jump straight ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I just want to say one thing. Okay. Uh, you know, you know, you know that uh, episode where uh, you were talking about the Famicom Disk System and the, the Zelda thing. Well, we were we were supposedly talking about Famicom Disk System, but we didn't actually. No one actually asked about that. Right, <laughs> yeah, do, you have a, do you have a question okay. about Famicom Disk System? That would be awesome. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna actually talk about Famicom Disk System on that. The question is, what the hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, drop yeah, go drop ahead. your question um, now. We can finally answer it after all this time. Yes. Uh, do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think it's worth it to get a Famicom Disk System? Hmm. Um, you know, if you can get it for a good price, actually, I would recommend getting the um, the Famicom uh, Duo. Is that what it's called? Well, here's the thing about the or Famicom the twin? Disk System. Or was it? Yeah, or you're something? thinking of the Twin, yeah. Yeah, which has a Famicom and a Disk System built in. But it doesn't matter which version of the Disk System you get uh, unless you get one that has been repaired specifically to work. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, so what, okay. I, what I was going to say is that whatever, yeah, if you get the, the Duo Twin, whatever, um, get it from a reputable retailer like uh, Pink Gorilla Games in Seattle. Or if you're in Japan go to any retro shop that sells it and they will have refurbished it and made sure that the uh, the rubber band belts that uh, mm. tend to be prone to breakage you, you have actually to, work yeah you have to you have to be prepared for this sort of thing if you want to make like there, there is some significant time investment and stuff I mean like 
most of the games are probably going to fail you also. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I picked yeah. up a picked up a Famicom just actually, a few no, years back, and the that, games were actually yeah. all all of my legit games. That's true. Worked, but most of the games you will find in like a secondhand shop. Yeah, will be well, pirated. And and again, mm-hmm. most of most of your shopping for something like this should be done at yeah. a reputable retailer. Like. It's definitely a good idea to wait until you have an excuse to go to Japan, which I realize doesn't just come along every day. But um, there are some games that make it worth it. Yes. I mean, what 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 are they like the top you know three or whatever? I'm going to recommend. um, This is kind of an off the wall answer, but Section Z by Capcom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like much better on uh, FDS because it has a save function. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be, you know, if you seriously want to play the game and finish it, you you want to play the Famicom Disk System version because the NES version has no save function. So every time you play, you have to start from scratch. Uh, It's it's very frustrating. Was Otaki on the FDS? I I think it was a cartridge game, oh, but I'm well, not sure. You should get that anyway. Yeah, Otaki's <laughs> cool. It's um, the res of its day. It was. Huh. Um, what else? I mean, if you if you just want the sort of like director's cut version, I guess of like Zelda or Metroid. Yeah, or Zelda Two. Like Zelda all two, of, all yeah. of those games have uh, much better music on Famicom Disk System. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Simon's Quest also. Yeah. Um, I can't think. Oh, actually, anything um, from Konami. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Konami's Almana no Kisiki, which is. Um, it's kind of... Um, Which one is that? It's an action platformer. It's very Indiana Jones looking. Oh, You've got the, a guy with a grappling rope, hook. Yeah. The, the play mechanics on that are a little bit fussy, but it's, it's a really interesting kind of uh, take on a game design, sort of like Bionic Commando before mm-hmm. Bionic Commando, and it has really good music. I hmm. sent you Nicole. Is yeah. Also another yeah. One. That might be a little strong on the... A little heavy on the Japanese text, but... Okay. Um, also, if you like Adventures of Lolo, there's a bunch of Lolo games on Famicom to System that yep. are different than the ones from the U.S. Uh, okay. So, yeah, yeah lots of good games. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. well, have at it. Thanks, thanks, for oh, calling. thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye. 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 We didn't get that guy's name. Yeah, I know. He was too yeah. terrified to give us his name. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. a little strange. <laughs> All right, another call. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, is this Retronauts? This, this is, is Retronauts. Retronauts. Who is this? All right, this is uh, Esfrid from the uh, GameSpite forums. GameSpite? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I have to pretend like I don't know. No, you said GameSpy. Right, so oh, GameSpy. Why yeah, are you calling yeah. from GameSpy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, anyways, is this the, uh, basically the uh, live pod, uh, live yes. about talk anything? All right. I just wanted to ask a, qu- a few questions. Uh, but it's regarding the... Uh, 3DS and well, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's keep it to one question so other people can call in. <laughs> All right, sure, sure. Um, regarding the, I guess, the 3DS, I mean, for the DS, they say, like, uh, it's already, like, the swan song games, and I noticed that as part of the topics, uh, Monster Tale, Okami Den, do you think it's likely that we'll see more, I guess, like, sleeper hits that will come out, kind of like when the Dreamcast, you know, they said it was dead and then it was still releasing some games, do you think? More likely, see. Oh, on the on the DS, then. Yeah. 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 My guess is that we'll see some games for DS come out in Japan, but I'm not so sure about here because mm. at this point, publishing on DS is a money losing venture for just about anyone yeah. that's not Nintendo. I did, Piracy I, is so rampant, yeah. and people who aren't buying like Imagine Babies, yeah, just don't care about the DS anymore. I would say that the only chance of that happening is uh, if a licensed children's game just kind of happens to be good. Um, mm. uh, because I think that's going to be like Monster Tail. Yeah, I mean, I think most of the market now is just going to be aimed at at the kids who are you know 
not getting the new systems and but still are in the market for new games. So I, I would kind say of a GBA and in, in it's in it's I mean, in yeah. Its I mean, are there years. any other develop? I mean, are there any developers who would still you know work on DS games that you know might have that sort of? I mean, I mean no one that like we potential. could name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, I, like I they've all moved that, on, right? I yeah. think that the um, the transition from uh, DS to 3DS is so easy on a technological level. Yeah, uh, like the game development DS level. That, yeah. You'll yeah. probably just see, like, happened uh, at the beginning of the PS2 lifespan, where a lot of PS1 yeah. games like Eco yeah. and uh, some of those other launch games um, just, you know, there were PS1 games, but they were pumped over right. to uh, to PS2. I was right. talking to a guy from WayForward about this yesterday when I was seeing their Thor game for oh, the yeah. DS, and uh, he said he's predicting that, uh, you know, they'll, like, they will probably continue making games for the DS, but they will be like the DS skew mm-hmm. of the 3DS game. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, oh, nice. And so, yeah. so I would say the one exception to all of this uh, prediction, so all these predictions the that same. we're making, <laughs> yeah, all these predictions that we're yeah. making is um, if Nintendo decides to publish a few games that, you know, were kind of like gyms that didn't make it over to the U.S., um, I could I could actually see them do that to support the system for a little longer. There are still some some great games that haven't been published in the U.S. Like Last Window, yeah. the sequel to Hotel Seventh Dusk. Dragon. What's that? Seventh Dragon. <sighs> don't, <Yeah. Brilliant. laughs> don't 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 taunt me about that. Seventh yeah. Dragon will never come to the All U.S. Right, I don't want to upset you. Um, but you know there are some other games like uh, there's a there's still a Dragon Quest game coming out in Japan. Uh, the the kind of revised version of Dragon Quest Monster Joker Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Joker Two Professional is not out in Japan yet, and it's possible that Nintendo, as part of their Dragon Quest support project, will uh, will bring that over. Although it's probably not as likely now that they've announced um, Rocket Slime for 3DS, they'll probably just skip this game and go to straight to Rocket Slime. But you know, mm-hmm. Nintendo could always surprise us with a little bit more DS support, and I would I would st- keep your eyes open at uh, at E3 to see if there's like. Some little games that show up in the corner of the Nintendo booth that no one yeah. expects. Actually, yeah. more specifically, we will. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I will. Yeah. I, I, I'll i be with you. That's what I usually do at E3 is go check out Try to find the things that things. no one cares yeah. about. I mean, totally. it's 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 definitely, I mean, um, you know, the piracy issues are, are, are you know, incredible on that system or insane on that system. But it's like, it, it, it it's astounding that, you know, with that, you know, that high of an install base, like that, they would not be able to, or that any publisher could not find. Well, and, and another issue is the whole um, the manufacturing process. Yeah, and the uh, the royalty system that Nintendo yeah. has in place. Um, it's it's one thing with Dreamcast games or whatever when it's on an optical disc that costs like ten cents to press. Yeah, yeah. Uh, versus a cartridge game that costs I don't know eight to ten dollars to manufacture. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you factor that in. Uh, the the profit margins for DS games are a lot slimmer than they would be for an yeah. optical based yeah. system. So yeah, I think a that's point. a that's yeah. a huge deterrent also. Be the, yeah. Between that and the piracy, I think that's why you're going to see the DS market shrivel up. Unlike unlike what usually happens with really, really huge entrenched platforms. Like the yeah. PS two, PS two games, great PS two games were still coming out two years after uh, the PS3 yeah. launched. Like Persona 4 was mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. least two years, maybe three after PS2 launched. But well, what about the GBA? I mean, the GBA still got like some games here and there. I mean, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat 'em up game for the GBA was actually good. It was released during the time when the deal was already out. And 
I didn't play that one, but it seemed like uh, at that point most of the GBA games that were in development just moved to DS and maybe got a yeah. GBA version. Also. Yeah, you had a lot of games like uh, Scourge Hive yep. that that ended up being Ooh. kind of split skews, but they were retooled for DS. Yeah, um, so but I, yeah, I there, there were still there were still some. Nintendo did publish, and again, they were mostly first party titles. Nintendo published the Final Fantasy games. It yep. published Drill Dozer. I think there were a couple of others that they published, but but they still kind of uh, washed their hands when it came to something really. Uh, time intensive like Mother 3 and uh, yeah. Rhythm Heaven so um, I would say anything that has kind of a low development production overhead you, you're likely to see which is why I think Last Window could come over because it's been released in Europe mm-hmm. so there's no extra work that Nintendo of America would need to do they would just need to Interesting. they would just need to you know put it in different packaging that has a rated E10 plus on it instead of you know PEGI's rating Right. right. and that's about it so you know watch watch for stuff like that coming out of 3.3, but other than that, I would say, yeah, you pretty much should expect to buy a 3DS if you want to play portable yeah. games on a Nintendo system at this point. Yep. All right. All right. Well, good question. Thanks a lot, guys. Yep. Take Thanks care. Thanks for calling. Thanks. All right. Hmm. <coughs> Maybe this will be about an old game. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's kind of weird. You'd think people would ask about, like, the all the old game suggestions I put out there in the news article for this. There's so much old <laughs> stuff happening. <laughs> Oh, did everyone get... Oh, there we go. Uh, okay. No, yeah. no surrender. <laughs> it's like Corey Hart. Hi, thanks for calling Retronauts. Who do we have the pleasure of addressing today? This is uh, Beth from Michigan. Hi. Beth, you're our first female caller. We, we should, like, pop some champagne or something. Wow. <laughs> so well, what can we, what can we do for you today? We get PAX East. Oh, that Beth. Hi, yes. Beth. <laughs> Well, first, I want to see if I can get a Jeremy 50 bucks and ask about the Famicom disk system. Oh, the second question of the day. Yeah. That's exciting. What would you like to know about? <laughs> Actually, no, I was kidding. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> uh, no, um, since you mentioned that Dragon Quest Nine is now the best-selling Dragon Quest in the entire series, which one did you start off with? Which one did I start off with? Or, yeah. I started I started off with Dragon Warrior. Yeah, I think most of us did. And then I didn't play another Dragon Quest game seriously until Rocket Slime. Wow. Huh. Yeah, there was a gap. <laughs> you didn't play 2, 3, and 4. Wow. Not really. Huh. So so the the thing about Dragon Quest 2 is I really enjoyed Dragon Warrior, and then when they announced Dragon Warrior 2, I was like, oh, cool. And then I looked and I discovered that it was a game where you had three party members, and I thought... Well, that's stupid. I don't want to manage all those characters because everyone's <laughs> going to be like stealing my weapons and my experience. I don't want to have to deal with that. Like, I I didn't really know RPGs at that. So point. you didn't even like give it a chance. No, I was just like, <laughs> this is a stupid idea. Wow. Yeah. So that was dumb. I was I was an innocent, stupid child. <laughs> uh, you know. And then I played Final Fantasy, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Multiple characters. That's cool. You can have strategies and stuff. It's more than just okay. trading hits one to one with bad guys. That's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but by that point, it was it was kind of too late, and uh, Dragon Warrior two and three and four looked a little dated for my taste. Did you so, get the free Dragon Warrior? I didn't know. I, I I got uh, Dragon Warrior for Christmas the first wow. year I was out. Cool. It was something I specifically requested because it looked cool. Yeah, sure and, did. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, like I I dabbled a little bit in in Dragon Quest seven uh, when it came to the U.S. I dabbled briefly in Torneco. The Last yeah, right. Hope, when that came to PlayStation. But, um, yeah, like, none of them really caught my attention until Rocket Slime. And that, like, I played that, and it was just so whimsical and so fun. And, 
it had you know just such a great style to it. It really didn't take itself too seriously, but it had really great ideas. It was really inventive, and it just made me interested in the whole Dragon Quest world again. It made me think, oh, I really need to go back and you know check out all these games that I've missed. So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I've I've gone back and played a ton of them since then. Thanks, Tose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for me it was for me it was Dragon Quest Seven actually that that really got me back to the series. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was just it was it was the timing. I think it was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, it, it was a game that you were like of, PlayStation Two. Yeah, I, I know exactly. Game looks like a first-gen PS One game. <laughs> no, it's kind of like I wanted to champion it because it was mm-hmm. sort of like, hey, look, like they're. I mean, how long did they work on the game? And it was just like it was a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it was just five years or so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, kind of for me, it was like I really want to figure out or find out why is this series so loved still. And you know, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Beth. Yeah. Actually, do you have a, a Dragon Quest anecdote to share with us? I hate to just like for us to be the only ones talking on this show. No, I was going to say, unlike I was kind of reversed from you, Jeremy. I actually tried Final Fantasy first. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite get it because uh, at one point I ended up getting to the. Uh, was at the Elf Village with only the Mage alive because I just kept going forward and didn't know anything about grinding <laughs> with only one Mage. And then I tried Dragon Warrior 3, and it just, to me, it made more sense. I had a little more grasp of what the hell I was doing. Hmm. That's interesting because Dragon Warrior 3 was a, a much more complex game than Final Fantasy. You had the, the whole job system, and there was a lot of variety and flexibility. Uh, that that's actually a game that I bought last weekend at PAX East. I bought the Game Boy Color version, <laughs> and I'm I'm really determined to sit down sometime and and play it and and see because you know Dragon Quest Nine and Dragon Quest Six, which both have come out in the U.S. in the past year, are kind of built around the Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest Three job system, and so I mm-hmm. kind of need to go back to the roots. And our friend John Riccardi, uh, like that's apparently the greatest game of all time according to him so, oh wow yeah so i need to see why why john <laughs> keeps gushing about it it might be a nostalgia thing but i'll find out for myself yeah well three game boy color is really good and they they didn't make it as grindy as three nes was mm-hmm. but you still have to grind a little bit for money <laughs> all right well thanks for calling you're welcome all right. That was kind of a weird, unceremonious end way to end the call. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we should move on. All right. Like to this call, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I get to do it. Hello. You're uh, you're live with Retronauts. This is Frank. Uh, who is this? Oh, hi, Retronauts. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> what can we do for you? Yeah. I guess none of you are fans of the Roomba. I'm Ryan from New York. Hey, Ryan. The Roomba? <laughs> no. Just Google search the room. Oh, the room. Uh, like, oh, okay. like Silent Hill 4? Hi, guys. Okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not it. hurt her. <laughs> yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. My username is uh, Great Cake Bot or something like along those lines. Great, but, uh, great Cake Bot. That sounds yeah, delicious. Yeah. So, what can we do for you today? Oh, well, since I can pick my own damn topic, uh-huh. um, make it old. <laughs> oh, damn, I was going to ask about uh, if you think the Hotel Dusk sequel is ever going to come in. Oh, I already answered that one. You'll have to listen oh, to the episode. Oh, it's great. No, oh, I, I think, I'd say oh. there's, like, even odds that Nintendo will oh, yeah. announce it at E3. Oh, in that case, uh, anyone ever play a game called Starshot? Starshot? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't think so. No, what platform? It was uh, on 360. It was no, it's on N64 and PC. I think it was. I think the French made it. Infograms published it. Starship. Wow, mm-hmm. I have not heard no, of that one yeah. either. Was it like the sequel to Glover or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was about as badly designed though. Well, 
Well, it was mediocre. What could, what could possibly wrong, be wrong as playing as the hamburger helper guy? <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was the Arby's guy. <laughs> oh, no, no. He's an oven mitt. Oh, yeah. Right. Hamburger helper is a little glove. <laughs> Just so, a glover. <laughs> I fell asleep playing that game. but. Uh, so, wait, uh, what's, what was the deal with Starshot? It was... Uh, it was weird because it took place in, like, the far future, and you were, like, some dude in a circus, but there was, like, an apocalyptic Earth uh, that was taken over by Mar- Mars Attack knockoff. And then you actually, there's actually another planet where all the Earth's ghosts are, and we're still fighting the Cold War. And there's a- this sounds amazing. I know. Yeah, how did we miss this? <laughs> Starshot. Sam, write that down. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> okay, so next week is going to be uh, all Starshot coverage on one yeah. <laughs> That's all we're going to talk about. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) There's a space station where there's a bunch of, like, old people who perfected technology, but but they yearn nostalgia for the... uh for faulty technology like there's they made a museum of broken things wow this sounds like us i know right it's like the retronauts <laughs> game i know it's so meta i wish the game was better though <laughs> i've started dressing like i live in the 1940s just to get that <laughs> redolence of the old uh, well hey thanks for the, the recommendation yeah we'll, we'll check that out we'll have to definitely, definitely yeah. check that out thanks a lot song's awesome. all right take care right, thank you talk to you later all right bye bye Star Starshot. Did he say that was made in France? He yeah. said he thinks it's made by French people. It was published by Infogrames. It yeah. has that kind of like weird European like, let's just throw stuff together. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for calling Retronauts. Who are you? My name is Mick. Mick. Hi, Mick. Hey, Mick. Where are you calling from? Olympia. Olympia. Washington. Good. Correct. Olympia Dukakis? <laughs> uh, sure. In- inside her. Wow. <laughs> it's coming from inside. <laughs> yeah, okay, anyway. Yeah. So what can we do uh, for you now that we've made some really weird, inappropriate jokes? I, I was wondering your guys' thoughts on uh, game reproduction carts, mm. which is not, not a big fan, huh? Well, it's just an interesting it, topic. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a Frank's um, hmm of interest. Of yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm brewing thoughts. I, I have so I'll, to say. I'll jump in before he gives the definitive answer. <laughs> my my thought is uh, it kind of depends on how they're being reproduced and sold and, and mm-hmm. distributed. I like agree. if it's um, some dude who said, "Oh look, I found a game that someone dug up and dumped to the internet, and now I'm going to sell it for fifty dollars a piece." That's pretty slimy. Yeah. Um, if it is, however, just like, you know, a way for people to, I don't know, just to have a chance to play a game they want to play, mm-hmm. uh, on an actual physical cartridge, a game that was never released, you know, I, I think, I think you that. make the yeah. same distinction I do, which is I'm all for, uh, people who can burn things as a service. Uh, I am not for people who, uh, who make a print profit run of a or, game. Right. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they, can, they can make some profit for their skills as a technician. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. But I, I am opposed to people who uh, release a game as if it were theirs. Right. When they're like, well, you know, Publisher X now, did not, yeah, you know. Publisher X did not publish this game, so I'm going to, and I'm going to make $1,000 off of it. Yeah, and that's, that's that, really sleazy. That I don't, dis- that I don't agree with. Um, that said, I mean, you know, I know everybody who's done this, you know, somewhat personally at this point. Um, most of them don't seem to have bad intentions. They just don't think the way mm-hmm. that you and I do about the, about this. Uh, they, their perspective is, uh, you know, as, as a game collector, I know that my fellow game collectors want a nice game to put on right. their shelves, you know, and I'm providing a service to, to my brothers, you know, and, uh, 
that I don't know. I, I can see that perspective also. I still just don't agree with uh, bootlegging someone else's work and, right. and making yeah. money off but of it. But I've I've had uh, repro carts custom made for myself, and you know the the service that was provided was basically like. You, I'll print a you label would, and burn yeah, ROMs. You yeah. would give the guy like a cartridge. You had to provide yep. your own compatible cartridge, and you gave him you know x amount of money for his time, and then he would turn it around and give you games. Yep. And I thought that was really awesome. Like it was a way for me to get Earthbound Zero and yeah. Final Fantasy Three for NES on cartridge, and it wasn't. I, I didn't feel like he was basically uh, making a profit off of piracy. It was more like, yeah, here are games that I would like to play that were not made available and. I provided the materials and yeah. for his time, yeah. and it was kind of like an even exchange. You and paid a guy who was good with a soldering iron yeah, and like a printer he, he to, can to do provide stuff that a I can't. service. Exactly. Yeah. I'm okay with service. I'm not okay with product. Yeah. You know, and and uh, this is speaking as someone who has paid uh, thousands of dollars for a lot of these games to be on the internet uh, and has watched people profit from from uh, my goodwill. So, right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I can see where you would have the personal stake. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I don't care. I'm not like, you know, that should be my money. That's not what it's about. It's just like, you know. It should be essentially <laughs> no one's money. Yeah, it's yeah. no one's money. Like, yeah. that's that's the whole point. So, uh, as, as the man said, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I guess the final, final answer to that from, I think, both Jeremy and I share this perspective. It's We're, we're cool with people who provide that service uh i don't like people who who come across as publishers publishing mm -hmm. someone else's work without permission that's to me that's bootlegs versus you know right. like a versus that's like that's that's bootleg selling versus like casual like tape trading you know what yeah. I mean? yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. yeah yeah thanks for calling thanks bye bye Okay. And again, no, you know, I don't mean to start a flame war with people who do this. Right. But. <laughs> no, I think I think you explained that much more tactfully than I almost did. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, this will be our last call. All right. One final okay. call for this episode. Hello, and thanks for calling Retronauts. You're our final caller this episode, so make it count. Hi. Good day. Uh, this is Julian from Albion, Michigan. Hi, Julian. How, How you doing? doing? I think we remember you from a yeah, previous episode. I, 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 I got through on the first Zelda episode. I got yeah, I think I think you're our first uh, repeat customer. Yeah, I think so. That's very exciting. <laughs> wow. So uh, <laughs> what can we do for you today? Uh, I just had a real quick question, but first, if nobody hasn't already wanted to uh, wish a happy 20th, apparently, to Street Fighter Two this that, month. Really? Oh, wow. This month, March of 91. Wow. Damn. Huh. There's something else that turns old. Like next week too. <laughs> things just keep turns, things yeah. just keep getting old. It's Dragon Quest <laughs> is soon. Street Fighter yeah. Two. I didn't know about. It. Oh Quest yeah, yeah. Is like June or something. No, I did know about that. Why didn't we do anything? Anyway, yes. Happy birthday, Street Fighter Two. Hello, <laughs> Ken. Um, as far as um, speaking of Street Fighter Two, I was just wondering if any of you guys might have any titles in which I can only describe for myself as unconditional love for, um, by which I mean any games that you, despite the criticism or the scores or even its flaws that you know you're going to buy, you know you're going to play thoroughly, you know you're going to keep it. Um, personally, you know, Street Fighter is one of those for me. I've, I've loved it since I first picked it up. And um, Any Zelda, Mario titles for me are that way as well. So you're um, talking about ongoing you know. series. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Um, pretty much all the main Zelda titles for me are something that I know that I'm going to get the next one. I know I'm going to play it. Um, you know, any main Mario title, it's pretty much, you know, going to be, you know, confirmed that I'll be getting it. Yeah. Um, anything that you guys feel that way about? 
Sam, well, we'll start with you. To... you. You haven't been talking much. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it, well, it used you. to feel that way about, you know, any of the Contras or the Castlevanias or those sorts of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, they've certain certainly gotten off in different directions lately and with different developers and all that. So I can't necessarily say that. I kind of have a, you know, I have the love for those franchises, but, you know, it's almost like painful, mm-hmm. too, at the same time. So yeah, if they turn out great, then awesome. But That's you know. almost exactly my answer. They're like, there are a lot of franchises I grew up with, and as much as I would like to continue to support them, they do some yeah. stupid things. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like, even, like even Castlevania has bad games. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that the next Mario game will be very good, but I'm still, you know, I, I'm taking a wait and see approach yep. with it. Yeah. Because I didn't even really like New Super Mario Brothers that much. But the New Super Mario Brothers Wii I thought was amazing. Yeah. So, like, even within little, the same little splinters of a series, there's potential for good and bad, or good and somewhat disappointing. I and, guess for me, uh, I I I don't tend to I, I tend to follow like creators more than franchises. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so I, I can't think of a franchise that I, I would unconditionally buy. Um, as far as developers, though, uh, I will almost always at least draw attention to anything WayForward does because mm-hmm. I like their mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Uh, and I will probably buy any Grasshopper game that comes out, good or bad, just because it's Grasshopper and I'm yeah, interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of that way with Treasure, let's yeah. say. Because, yep. I mean, yeah. That's a great example, yeah. yeah. I mean, all their games are interesting, at right. the very least. Yeah, like they Astro have Boy. You have, you have masterpieces you know. like Stretch Panic, and then yeah. you have Crap, like... <laughs> sorry. Well, yeah. <laughs> there was good intentions with Stretch Panic. But even, like, you know, Astro Boy on the Game Boy, it's like, that wasn't that great, but, you know, we got it yeah. anyway, because it's a treasure game, yeah. and I had, I had some yeah. fun with it. That, that stupid Tiny Toons game wasn't that great either. Well, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good wasn't example. Really published. That's yeah. a good example where it's like, oh, it's a treasure game, sure, yes, done. You know, yeah, I'll at least look at it. Yeah. I think I think uh, we were just talking about Dragon Quest earlier in this episode, and I think that's one series that, at this point, I'm kind of reinvested in, and it helps a bit that it is kind of like the same core creative staff. Yuji Horii has been in charge yeah. of the series since the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akira Toriyama, Koichi Sugiyama, like those those are kind of like the the driving forces of the series, and they have been since the very beginning. And I feel like as long as they're involved. Yeah. I will always enjoy whatever they produce. It's a shame you can't say the same about Final Fantasy these days anymore, though. But, you know, yeah, I mean, still, Katase's still there, but, like... I'm still right? going to follow like, Final Fantasy, and, yeah, and but, I haven't really been that disappointed with any Final Fantasy to date. I mean, yeah. I kind of ignored the online ones. Right, right, right. I liked 12. Well, I loved 12, and I liked 13. I liked 13. It's just, you know, it, it, like, but would I, un- like, have that unconditional, you know, sort of love for the franchise or still like like no matter what i would buy it or love it you know i, I don't know i don't know if i feel that same way about it's, Final it's taken some missteps yeah. Uh, yeah i'm not gonna buy anything that says crystal chronicles most likely right it's yeah. a great great question yeah i really enjoyed that one yeah yeah great thanks thanks yeah i just you know like i was just thinking because of the uh, um for the from the zelda so you had and then um the the new skyward sword i had to go back and you know finally just you know muscle my way through spirit tracks i mean i bought it i knew i was gonna want it and i did and i'd never finished it or got probably halfway through it so skyward Order's announced, I said, oh. Yeah, I feel like Zelda work. just got to that point yeah. where you can't reliably count on it anymore. You know, yeah. not counting yeah, the CDI I, games, of course. I was, I was starting to feel that way, but it, it still got me. Yep. All right, well, thanks for calling. All right, thank you very much. Well, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Retronauts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Hang up on that guy. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. Yeah. All right, so, so yeah, um, what, what did we learn today? <laughs> we learned that reproductions are bad if you make yeah. money off of them. And Dragon That's not Quest a, is good. I won't even go that far. You know, like, like I'm okay with you making money for providing a service. Right, right, right. You know, I, I'm not okay with, with uh, the notion that you are the publisher of this game. And that, you know, that is where I draw yeah, the line. Yeah, 
And for me, I want to dig up my copy of Demon's Crest. Yeah. And find out what the hell Starshot is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was serious about like not covering anything. I mean, 3DS launch, whatever. Yeah. Let's right. do our cover story. Yeah. yeah. Like, where, where is Starshot for 3DS? Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to know. Just start demanding it. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get Star Fox 64 for 3DS, we damn well be able to, better be able to get, get Starshot. Star damn right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, the the one other thing that I thought was worth mentioning this week on the retro front is that um, PlayStation Network has actually become a really great source for old games. Like yeah. They've been oh, releasing yeah. a ton of classics Parasite uh, like Eve. every week. Yeah. This week was Parasite Eve, which, um, you know, was kind of uh, released in preparation for the third birthday's imminent release. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, in addition to the Square RPGs that have been coming out, um, Various people have been publishing imports. I mean, it started with uh, Monkey Paw. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they were doing some imports for a while. But now all of a sudden, Capcom is releasing like import Mega Man games. It's basically the NES Mega Man games with bonus content. Oh, are those uh, on the US yeah, PlayStation? The, those, are, really? those are on the US PlayStation. Oh, you guys that's great. I don't think most people know that actually. Because no, they're kind so. of tucked away in the PS1 import section. But yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I saw one you and can two get, in there. Yeah, yeah, you can get Rockman 1, 2, and 3 now. Three and I'm now, sure okay. that the other three will be along in due time. That's and great. Um, That's like they're cool. really, really good ports of the NES games, but they also have like additional content if you want. You have mm -hmm. to struggle through moon language in the menus. But, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think it's worth it because it's portable Mega Man games, one, two and three. Well, wow. thank you, Monkey Paw, for proving that there is a market. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, import games. yeah. I'm hoping that we'll see. Thank a you, more. Sunsoft, also for for mm -hmm. trying that. And, and Nintendo, I guess, also did that. I am hoping that we'll see some more of the um Vic Ireland initiative uh, I know localized he, yeah. games. I know he wants to do gimmick. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking uh. more like um, some of the working design stuff. They he oh, published Alundra and Arc the Lad. I thought you were just talking about bringing collection. more Sunsoft stuff. Well, that would be fine, but I'm, yeah. I would really like to see uh, specifically Lunar 2 on uh, mm. PSN. Mm. That was a really great game. I like it a lot more than Lunar 1. And for some reason, Game Arts keeps going back to Lunar 1 over yeah. and over and over again and that's fine it was a nice rpg but lunar 2 was really so much better in my opinion and uh the ps1 version was a really great rendition of it and i'd be happy to have that on psn so everyone write your senator and i'm happy when you're happy so <laughs> everyone's happy when i'm happy yeah, so it's my <laughs> pheromones <laughs> all right well uh thanks for listening to retronauts yeah, i think that wraps it up for this episode next week I think we're going to be talking about 3D imaging and the history thereof. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. That's not like polygons. It's like <laughs> your eyes are lying to you and telling you that you are seeing things in three dimensions. Like that polygons. Are actually in two, but different. <laughs> 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 All right. Yes. Exciting. Yes.